If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today is Service in the Soul, Part 4. The main inspiration for the dialogue on the show comes from the works of Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust organization, and she wrote 24 volumes of literature, and the following thought, by the way, is also from the works of Alice Bailey. The service humanity is to render is that of producing unity, harmony, and beauty in nature by way of the soul in all forms. What does it mean, the soul in all forms? Uh, How do we serve that? Well, right, yes, our listeners can uh, probably realize we are now dealing with the big picture. We were talking in previous programs about serving in the various little ways that are available to all of us as individuals on the local and community level, but this is the perspective of service to the whole of the world which is humanity's destined role. It's a huge and um, very uh, visionary topic that is addressed in the writings of Alice Bailey. But in thinking about it, we might find it more galvanizing and inspiring to realize that all of us as human beings are here to cooperate in the inflow spiritual energy that eventually must find its way into the lower kingdoms through humanity, which is the linchpin, the inpouring spiritual energy must reach the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms. And I think this lies behind the statement in Genesis that man shall have dominion over the earth and all its creatures. Dominion in the sense of rulership in the sense of the servant as ruler not the the ruler as tyrant but the the channel of energy flow has to pour through humanity humanity is given the responsibility of ask of uh, acting as a bridge Mm -hmm. actually between these lower kingdoms the animal kingdom the vegetable kingdom and the mineral kingdom and to bridge in that direction, but also to bridge in the higher spiritual direction towards the inner spiritual kingdom of God, 
and there are two other kingdoms beyond that. So there are, in this earth life and in this cre created earth life, there are, as it says, seven planes, seven stages, uh, and humanity stands in the middle. There are three above and three below, and humanity is the bridge that uh, works uh, with both of them, with all in both directions. It's said that all grades of matter meet in man, yet all levels of life are uh, touched by the soul or express the factor of the soul. We can understand that human beings express the soul, but the reference to the soul in all forms is that even in the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms, there is the soul aspect present in the sense that the soul is consciousness. And I think science is coming today to recognize that there is a kind of consciousness that is expressing through all levels of life uh, a kind of radiation. Mm -hmm. the, the discovery of the Curies uh, of uranium was a major breakthrough because that was, in a sense, the discovery that the soul is present even in the mineral kingdom. The uranium yes. demonstrates it. Yeah. Even at the level of the atom, mm -hmm. there is that light, that tiny life that uh, is a form of very rudimentary consciousness. It mm -hmm. has instincts to uh, react in the way it does with other chemicals and it all builds up from there. And uh, the poet Robert Browning put it well when he said that uh, when he referred to that inner soul aspect as the imprisoned splendor and it's the task of human beings to release that imprisoned splendor, that hidden inner life within all forms by the way we deal with those forms. Science is a major avenue for uh, contacting the, the soul aspect in forms in all kingdoms. But so often the approach of humanity has been strictly utilitarian. How will it serve me? How will I make a more comfortable world mm -hmm. for me and my kind? Yes, there <coughs> the, the, the phrase soul in, in all forms. Now, it isn't the same kind of soul no. that is in the human being, the individualized soul of the human being. It is more of a group soul that enables a certain level of sensitivity. And I think that's where the, the, the soul angle comes in because it, it's a mediating uh, type of intelligence that uh, enables a, de a developing degree of sensitivity from the atom on up through the vegetable kingdom. You know, the plant turns towards the sun. That's the sensitivity of the plant mm -hmm. reaching out for um, um, the sensitive rays of the sun. And uh, the same in the, in the animal kingdom. There is a, an animal soul. It's not an individualized soul as yet but it is the same correspondence at the animal level as it is on the human stage. Related to that, people might find it interesting to realize that service in this sense can be quite um, 
amazing. I'm thinking of Luther Burbank, who studied uh, the plant kingdom and was so effective in um, in developing new species of plants or recognizing them and uh, cultivating hybrids and so on. Another was George Washington Carver, who studied the the peanut and uh, developed its its um, capacity to produce all kinds of um, not only nourishment but useful uh, products for other purposes, oil and so on. These are people that were able to tune in on the vegetable kingdom or some aspect of it and release that imprisoned splendor, release that radiance. And uh, the work that's being done with the animal kingdom, particularly the the apes and um, so on by various uh, scientists, is releasing something within animals that we hadn't realized was present, a level of consciousness. This is service in the sense of um, radiation and the release of radiation within others. If you have ever been in the presence of someone who truly loved you as you are, that person released something in you that was free to express itself more more naturally and vividly than you might have ever been able to express before. That's the service of the soul. It brings forth some aspect in you that previously was imprisoned. And by humanity and human beings working with the lower kingdoms and the vegetable kingdom, for example, uh, it improves the uh, <coughs> the expression of that inner soul that and it comes out in the beautiful colors of the flowers, in the perfume, particularly in the radiation of the perfume of the flower, and uh, the, the radiation of, of all the plant life, and, uh, and then the domestication of the animal life also uplifts the, the animal, and that is a way of serving the lesser kingdoms. I think all of this is just um, beginning to dawn on us human beings, but that in the coming age we are going to understand this aspect of service much um, better than we do now. And I, actually I think the trend of the world today is, is toward um, awakening our realization of our ability to make impact on these other kingdoms and on each other. It's coming through such experiences as globalization, which a lot of people decry and feel is a very bad thing and causing a lot of harm. It is on certain levels in um, uh, the work uh, area and economics and so on. But it's part of something that I think is not only inevitable but good in the sense that the the links and bonds that exist between all aspects of life are becoming more apparent. And what that's going to foster, I think, is a realization that we are not uh, individual units but part of a larger whole. And one aspect of service in the New Age will be the awareness of how powerful group service is. We've had great heroes and great servers in the past who have made such a difference in our world. But in the New Age, I think it's going to be groups who render service in a really potent way. And this is based on <coughs> on the idea <coughs> excuse me, of relationships because um, it all group service depends upon relationships and mm -hmm. it's not only groups of individuals but groups of nations. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, 
like, like it says in the opening thought, uh, producing unity, harmony, and beauty in nature and in humanity. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. And our topic for today is Service and the Soul, Part 4. Uh, we appreciate all the, all the support, financial support, that you've given us in the past because that really helps us to stay on the air. And um, by the way, even though people have sent some large, larger donations, um, probably over time it's the, the smaller donations that have uh, been cumulative and probably have been the driving force on keeping us on the air. So we hope you continue to give to support us financially if you'd like to do so. Uh, you can send a check or a money order to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Once again, send donations to Lucis Trust, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And also we have something special for you today. We have a discount on uh, one of our books. If you're uh, if you'd like to explore this topic further, uh, the topic, once again, is service and the soul, we invite you to uh, order uh, the book upon which uh, this show is based. The title of the book is Serving Humanity by Alice Bailey. And um, uh, what we're doing is we're giving you free shipping. Free shipping and uh, as you know, shipping can be quite expensive these days. And so when you send your $16 uh, to us, um, uh, that's... Uh, that's just for the book. You're not paying for shipping at all. So you can send your uh, $16 check or money order to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis. Well, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S. Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And uh, just mention that you uh, heard it on Inner Sight and... Uh, uh, Sarah, maybe you want to make another comment about that book, about how it can be read. Uh, well, um, what's unique about Serving Humanity is that it's a compilation of extracts from a lot of the books of Alice Bailey. She wrote 24 books in all, and um, people might feel a bit intimidated at the thought of having to read 24 books. <laughs> it takes uh, decades to plow your way through them, but... Uh, a, a compilation like Serving Humanity is an, uh, composed of extracts of a paragraph or two, and if you can set aside ten minutes of quiet time in the morning or have the book beside your bed for when you retire at night, you can open it and read a paragraph or two at random in the book, and it will um, uh, be focused on service, and it will be a complete thought in itself without requiring that you read 10 pages or 20 pages at a, at a sitting. So it's a, a nice book to have around to work with as you are able and mm -hmm. as you can find a moment. And we were talking about service in the new age, weren't we? And um, it struck me as I was thinking about this that I think we're going to see something very interesting developing in the coming years, really not in the far distant future, but more and more in the, the, even this decade. What we have already seen is the growth of groups that are arising to serve in a kind of a spontaneous and um, personally responsible way. I'm thinking of groups like Doctors Without Borders, 
um, the many groups that have um, arisen to help children, save the children, and so on. There, on a smaller level, there are many community groups that are taking yeah. uh, responsibility for the problems in their neighborhoods and regions. I think these are signs of human beings realizing that uh, the buck stops with me. If I see something that needs redressing, I have to contribute. And we might feel powerless to make much of a difference on our own, but when we form uh, an alliance with even a few others, we become a group. And we have to remember Christ said, wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there am I. So it doesn't mean that you have to have a huge group, but a few people working together can do Mm -hmm. quite a lot. Yes, and this is kind of the keynote for the next age that we're just beginning now, the age of Aquarius, as it's called, which will be with us for the next uh, 2,000 years or so, and that will be the the, uh, keynote for the entire 2,000 years of service. So um, 2,000 years from now, we will... uh, be very spontaneous and the people who are in the world at that time will understand service in a way that we are just beginning to understand it today and I think that's going to be a a tremendous uplift for the whole human family. I think another aspect of service in the new age that's going to develop more and more is the realization that service isn't only or even mainly activity or deeds, what really constitutes service is orientation and mental attitude. What I mean is that when one's thinking is of a particular bent, anything one does or says or feels will be of a beneficial nature and therefore contribute in the sense of serving. It all begins in the mind. And uh, the orientation has to be selfless, unselfish, uh, oriented toward the need of others and of one's place within a larger whole, not focused only on the, the separated self all the time. I think this will become more and more natural in the, in the coming age. And another aspect of service in the New Age that I think is going to develop is the realization that what we think makes a difference. We have given so little attention to the quality of our thought. So many of us think that if we don't say something, it's okay. If you know, if we have a, a critical or negative thought, if we don't give voice to it, it doesn't matter. But more and more, I think we'll realize that what goes on in our minds is actually quite powerful and that we can serve by learning to think correctly and to grasp the ideas that are awakening in human consciousness. And we come to the realization that what we're doing is wielding energy, mm-hmm. really. We're, we're, uh, thoughts are things, and uh, there is energy behind our thoughts, and energy follows thoughts, and uh, so, so this will become a, a more of a science, I think, and it, we'll be much more aware of that when we speak, we are wielding energy that can be destructive or be uh, constructive. It can be helpful or it can be healing or it can be destructive. So uh, I think as time goes on, we'll become more and more aware of that sort of thing. That's why meditation is such a key component of service. 
Uh, we began our discussion of service touching on meditation as a service, and maybe we need to return to it. People might think of meditation as something you do for yourself. It can be. Uh, there are many different types of meditation, but meditation, especially when done by a group, can be a form of service. The radiation of energies of light and love and power for the upliftment of human consciousness, that's a potent service. And everyone can contribute somewhat. Everyone mm. can bring whatever whatever mind they've got to mm. that uh, group service. And in working with others in a type of meditation, you find that you are uplifted and your own meditation takes on greater power. Even, uh, even as... Even the elderly, even mm -hmm. uh, it says you can you can still serve in this way, even no matter how old you are, if your mind is still active and still focused, and you can still work in meditation. Mm -hmm. And this is right up through even to the time of death, one can still perform this kind of service. And um, it's an interesting comment in re regards to this in the Bailey books that um, this is a an excellent way of making one's transition if the uh, if one is still conscious of serving and working in a meditative way even as you make the transition you are moving into and beginning to synchronize with the with the soul and uh, that of course is the impulse of the soul to serve so uh, it's a way of establishing continuity from this personality life to the next life and crossing the uh, veil. Maybe we can mm -hmm. put that um, prospect in even broader terms. If someone feels they can't meditate, never learned, and now they're 90, maybe it's a little late to learn, there's mm -hmm. another way to serve no matter what age you are. It is to love, to love more, to love not only the people near and dear to you, but to love humanity for all its warts and bruises, to love humanity for its potential and to look for the good in others, to see the good in the people around you and to see the good that's awakening in the world. As we get older, we tend to get a little bit crystallized, some of us in our attitudes, too many disappointments, too many failed expectations might tend to harden our view and we have to guard against that and keep our mind open and positive to the goodness in the world. Don't allow yourself to dismiss the younger generation as of a lesser quality. Look for the good because there's a great deal of promise that we can see in younger people. And know yourself to be the par a part of the whole. Just because you're old doesn't mean you become less significant. Even if you're not so active on the outer stage, you can be just as potent or more so on the inner stage of life. Right, and that's where the energy of the heart is released. And getting back to that <clears throat> idea again, that ability to love and to reach out and to include, becoming more inclusive, this is a tremendously potent way of serving. To um, and it's a way of releasing that energy of the heart and awakening the heart center. And that's really where we are focused or should be focused right now at this time. So we have talked about service, I think, on, on the levels of the physical 
need, the emotional need, the mental need, and the spiritual need, every one of us can find some approach that we can bring to the larger picture depending on what our circumstances are. But we have to begin and not say, well, when such and such is corrected, I will give. We can all begin now, and we're all needed. It's interesting to say, to say that we can serve with our mind, too. Mm-hmm. It brings to mind uh, someone that I knew who was a paraplegic, and mm-hmm. uh, he felt that he had no way of helping, but he could actually serve with his mind oh, and his positive thoughts. Absolutely. Well, at any rate, if you'd like to... Um, uh, explore this topic in greater depth, we invite you to order Serving Humanity, which is about this topic, our topic for today, Service in the Soul. And um, we have a discount on that book, and the discount comes in the form of free shipping. So if you'd like to, you can order the book by sending a check or a money order uh, for $16 to Lucis Publishing Company, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And just mention in a little note that you uh, heard about it uh, on Inner Sight in order to get that um, discount in the form of free shipping. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.